Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. You've got Jets and Giants kind of playing out the string at this point, although the Giants are still mathematically alive, but we know that's not going to happen. And, you know, good on everything that happened with Tommy DeVito going to the pizzeria uh, on the arm, and looks like he's made some changes to the people that are making his decisions agent-wise. So good job there. Um, Aaron Rodgers cleared to play, but will not play. And we're still trying to wrap our mind around like whether that's a good idea, bad idea, or completely indifferent. And probably the answer is the latter. So there you go. So I'm looking to see the giant. Like I found something online here uh, on Twitter. It's pretty cool. Somebody put together like the playoff elimination scenarios for each team, but they did it using the Tecmo Bowl graphics. Okay, that looks fantastic. So basically, a giant loss and a Rams win. And there's like a million other teams. If one of them win, the Giants are out. It's not going to happen. First of all, the Giants are not winning out, so forget it. Um, one of the other Woodjas, this was actually on um, Twitter the other day, Dan. Bonus you're, Woodja. You're a video guy, video game guy, right? Sports I was wise. once upon a time, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was like, which, which um, one of these games would you keep and get rid of the other three? Mm-hmm. So you've got Tecmo Super Bowl, Bulls versus Lakers, NHL PA Hockey, Super WrestleMania. This which is one an would easy I one for me? Which one would I keep? And then I'm getting rid of the other three. Yes, yes. Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you got to keep that one. Absolutely. Well, no. The the, the way that um, I think that uh, X account is called One Gotta Go. Oh, one so you got keep one. three, remove one. Well, that that doesn't. That's oh, the wrestling fun. one. See, I I read it that way, and I thought it was wrong. Like, isn't the fun you can only keep one? What do you get? You get to get to keep three and get rid of one. That's no fun. Well, th- I I guess what they're trying to say is, in their mind, it's they're like all a life of relatively equal footing, and you'd enjoy all of them equally. No. So you have to get rid of one. See, uh, see, I think you'd enjoy all f- four of them equally, and you got to get rid of three. That makes it more fun. So you can either do that. way. I'm not uh, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. First of all, I, I NHL '94. <laughs> is the greatest video game of all time. So NHL PA hockey is just a, a ripoff. So I'm not getting into that. Bulls-Lakers was fun, but I don't love basketball game video games. I don't think they're as easy to play. What was what was cool about Bulls... Well, the problem with Bulls-Lakers... Well, first it was Lakers-Celtics. Right. Then there was Bulls-Lakers. Then there was Bulls-Blazers. The problem with those games was you only had the teams that were in the playoffs the previous year because they set it up like a playoff format. So you got the real teams, the real players, which was cool. But if you were for a team that didn't make the playoffs, like at the time, you know, New Jersey Nets, then you're out of luck. Tecmo Super Bowl's brilliance was that included every team. Every team. That was the the first football game that had every team. The original Tecmo Bowl only had select teams. This one had them all. I got that 
as a, I think I because tw- the anniversary was like sometime last week, and I even tweeted it out. I got that for Christmas, 1991. Probably a top 10 Christmas gift, maybe even top five, given like what it meant at the time. So had all the teams, had the Jets in there, the players. I think for that two weeks we had off for Christmas vacation from school, I, I barely left the television from playing yeah, that thing nonstop. Incredible. Because my problem with football video games is sometimes they get way too complicated. That's why I lost interest in Madden, because it became like a science project. Give me my four plays on offense, four plays on defense. Let's go. And you know, it was great. They even then, like the next generation of video games, like the Super Nintendo or whatever, they came out with a Tecmo for that. And it was just, a, you know, the Tecmo theme still, but a little bit better graphics. You still had all the teams, all the players. And then I think they can maybe give you like two extra plays, mm-hmm. but still similar compared to what you were saying and all the intricacies of Madden compared to that. But it's, they actually have these, um, believe it or not, which is pretty cool, that um, company, I'll give them a shout out on the air because they've been good to me. Um, Homage, H-O-M-A-G-E. They have like cool t-shirts, clothing, sports, and pop culture jackets. They brought back a bunch of starter jackets for the football teams. They now have a line of t-shirts like for Tecmo Bowl-like. So all the teams in like Tecmo Bowl graphics. And they even have the screenshots of some of them. Like they have a Jets one with like Al Toon scoring a touchdown. It says touchdown Al Toon using those 8-bit <laughs> Nintendo graphics from Love Tecmo it. Super Bowl. Fantastic. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Sam. He's a Newton. You're on ESPN. Yeah. Right. How are you, Sam? All right. Hi, Sam. All right. Sam. Oh, my God. Sam, is everything all right? Should we call help? Sam's gone. We're going to put Sam on hold once he gets everything worked out in the hostage situation. The police clear the room. We'll be able to figure something out. Chris that was almost co- more hostile than the Richard call yesterday. I don't. Yeah, we got to combine those two together and make you know, create like a, some sort of a, like a like a movie, <laughs> some kind of script based off of uh, those two. Liam phone Neeson calls alone. stars in the call. Chris in the car. You're on ESPN New York. What's up, Chris? Hey guys, how's it going? Happy holidays. Uh, too, it's nice to hear your voice when I'm not uh, cold and crying on the way home from MetLife. Uh, this is the most <laughs> uplifting I've ever heard. Chris, um, go to, go to games to go in back. September. It's not yeah. as cold. <laughs> uh, we, uh, but the sadness, the sadness persists. Um, I wanted to go back to what you guys were talking about uh, at the beginning of the show with uh, just the division of the teams. I'm from Jersey, so I grew up a Nets fan. Um, but I think it was only because when I first started watching, it was the back-to-back finals teams. So I think it's just who's better at the moment if you want to stick with a local team. Um, and then to what you said, Don, it makes a lot of sense that as a Nets fan, obviously, it, I hate to admit it, it's a Knicks town. And so the, just getting their attention, being better. I think over since 2000, the Nets have been the more successful franchise. But it's almost like it, it doesn't really matter uh, because right. it is such a mixed time. So I think see, the little brother aspect of the, the rivalries, um, it, it makes that fan base want it a little bit more. No, there's no question, Chris, and it's, it's a great call. Thank you for, for it. You know, we got the call yesterday that irritated me, and I lost my cool, and I apologize. When a guy's like, well, why would you want to play for the Mets? The Yankees are the better. I, we get that. We understand. Yeah, but he there's was like always, a 12-year-old. Yeah. There's always going to be the team. Like, you know, the, the, the four major teams, like the original teams of each sport, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Knicks, and the Giants, are always going to have a bigger fan base, and there's always going to be a certain a matter of prestige, right? The Rangers are part of the original six, which still means something. 
Right, mm-hmm. the Giants were part of, you know, as Bill Parcell said, a flagship franchise in the NFL that go back to 1925. I mean, there's a lineage there that exists that can't exist with the other teams. They're just not old enough. But what does it matter at the end of the day? So, what I would ask that Yankee fan who's like, "Well, why would he want to play for the Mets?" All right. Well, what would you rather have the legacy team and not win, the more popular team and not win, or be the other team in town? Don't have the history, don't have the fan base, but you win. A hundred times out of a hundred, you're going to take the win. I mean, I went through this growing up as a Devil fan. I was like, oh, well, you're not the Rangers. Okay, we're not the Rangers, but we got three cups more recently than 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 you have. Well, like, so that what would what would you rather have? Like, when 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 the Nets were going to back to back finals, like, who would you rather be? The Nets playing for a championship back to back years, or the Knicks who were an also ran during that period of time? Like, so. Uh, yeah, take pride in the fact that you chose a team that's got the history, but at the end of the day, we're all hoping to win. And that's the bandwagon you want to be on at the end of the day, the team that's going to win the championship. So I'm a Met fan, and the Mets will never be the Yankees. But if the Mets can win a championship before the Yankees do, wouldn't that be better than the other way around? Well, that's that competitive drive that you have to check and see if you have as an athlete. Because if you do win, and we talked about it with Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, why would he want to come here? Well, because if you win, you're going to be an icon forever. Like with the Mets, they haven't won since 86. And people are like, well, why are the 86 teams still so celebrated? Because they haven't won since. That's why. So if you are part of it and you are one of those guys that can help take an organization to heights that they rarely reach, you're going to live on forever. See, that's the thing. You You just hit on something that I think is the difference between uh, the Nets, the Devils, the Islanders, and the Jets and the Mets, is that if you win a World Series with the Mets, that's something. right? Even though you may not be the Yankees, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, Tom Seaver, they're forever New York athletes. That 69 championship and 86 championships mean something to this city. They're significant. So you may not be the Yankees, but when you win, it moves the needle. It's significant. If the Devils, Islanders, and Nets win, it's not going to move the needle the same way. So, yeah, um, Yamamoto may pick the Yankees over the Mets because he just likes the history, especially the history with Japanese players, which is a lot more successful than the Mets' history with Japanese players, or just the history and all that. But make no mistake, if he ever won with the Mets, it'd be a thing. It's not the same between choosing between the Nets and the Knicks or the same between choosing the Islanders and Devils over the Rangers. Panarin could have went to the Islanders, made more money, but he felt the draw to the Rangers because if he ever won with the Rangers, it'd be a thing. And it's even though the Jets and the Mets are the second team in town, Dan, if they win, it's a thing. Right. Because 100%. what I would tell that caller yesterday, well, you're the Mets, tell that to Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver is one of the biggest athletes in the history of New York sports. And he didn't have to play for the Yankees to do it. Right? Doc and Daryl and Keith and Gary, they're forever players in New York. They didn't have to be Yankees. So the Yankees have the better history, but the Mets aren't nothing. So we'll see what Yamamoto ultimately decides to do. I think he's going to go to the highest bidder. And if he decides to go with the Yankees, good on him. But the idea, well, why would he want to go to the Mets? Because if he won with the Mets, it'd still be a thing. I just wonder whoever he ends up going to, whether it's the let, – let's say if it's the Mets and the Yankees, because the Dodgers have done this already, but if he ends up going to the Mets and the Yankees or the Yankees, and it's a ridiculously wealthy contract, which we would expect, 
You think that they're going to rock the deferrals like the Dodgers did with Otani? No. And structure it that way? Why I not? It. Why not? Uh, Everybody's doing it. Yeah, but because it because it's it's costly. Well, it's costly down the road, but well, maybe that, you're not but, thinking twenty. Like you're just worrying about can I build a competitive team now? And at least it gives you the affordability to go out and still bring in better players. It's it's but the, the question is, would he take the deferral? How much do you think he's making in Japan? He's probably got a ton of money in endorsements already, right? I, I, what is he, 25 years old? So he got like three of the equivalent to the Cy Young Award in Japan. He's won three of those. I don't know what the money is like know, over there as I far as player salaries. Like. Anthony, can it, we find that out? What is he making in uh, yen over there in Japan? And will he make more of it if he's a Yankee as opposed to a Met? I don't know. I don't know. I can't get inside Yamamoto's head. No idea. Well, nobody like, knows anything just, about them. That's the thing. Like that's well, it, weird about these Japanese players. Obviously, when they come over, because we don't follow them. Like we have no idea their their intricacies. And, yeah, and and it's a little scary when I, I and I listen. I know he's been lights out, and everybody that has scouted him says he's a can't miss player. It's still a chance you're taking. He has no new. He has no resume in the states. It's still a pitcher that pitches every seven days, completely different world. So I do think that there's amount of money where you say, even with Cohen's money, where you're like, ah, we're paying a lot of money here. I mean, you just can't throw the moon and the stars at the guy either. But it'll be interesting. But I thought it kind of tied into the conversation between you know the, the Knicks and the Nets where Yamamoto's got to make a decision. Is it the Mets or the Yankees? And the Dodgers are still involved because the Dodgers have the history and they're 3,000 miles closer to, to Japan. So... It, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. It looks like it's not going to happen until after the uh, um, the holiday, but we'll have to see. Four point uh, nine go- million, Anthony says, in, How much? in American dollars he made last year. How much? Four point nine million. Four point nine million. That's that's not that's nothing, just last year. You know, baseball salary. It is. It's. And then how much does he make? You know, by being a Japanese player in Japan. Probably a lot. Yeah, probably a tremendous amount. Let's hear from Griff in Connecticut. He's got a would you. What's up, Griff? Hi, how are you? Terrific. What's up, Griff? I'm good, Dan. Good. Um, I got a would you got would you for you. It's uh, I I don't know. I, I think I think I listen to Michael too much. I have oh, a dark. This, is this gonna be a Michael filthy, one. dirty, evil one? Yep. Okay. Go. <laughs> so your wife has sex. With a oh my suit, God. with a, your wife has sex with a supermodel, like a not supermodel. I mean a a comedian, and she comes to you on Christmas and she says, "Hey, guys, I have blah blah blah," and you, she has a child too. Oh my God. But you guys decide to stay together and you have a live a happily ever after life, right. or. You die next Christmas, and you live a miserable life until you die. Don, I know you're going to get on me for this, but I'm still trying to put the pieces together of, first, it was a model versus a comedian who was the person that <laughs> I made a conceive mistake. the child. So wait, but wait. what do you say, when you say what type of comedian, like, uh, who was the guy The I don't know, I can't remember his name, it's blind. Sebastian Maniscalco? No, or you can say somebody like that, or is it one of these comedians who look like, um, basically like the second coming of Sloth? Like one of those, but he's but he's funny, and he must have charmed the pants off of her, literally. But, but I like don't get the would you. So what you're saying is uh, we 
we they, we have a child that's not mine, but we live happily ever after for fifty years. Or she doesn't yep. cheat on me, and then we're and then what we die a year later. Yep. Oh my God, that is Griff. That's morbid. Griff, Griff, it's morbid. I love it though. I love where you're coming from. I think there's at least a half a dozen drops in that entire phone call. <laughs> as much as it would sicken me that my wife would cheat on me and that I would have to raise a child that's not my own. If I get to live a life healthy for the next 50 years, I'm still taking that over dying next year with her not cheating on me, right? Well, you got to do a better point. job with the math, Griff. I mean, I'm still going to take 50 over one. And Griff, if that hey, happens, no. Griff, if that happens, you move on. You don't trust her anymore. You move on. You live your life. And again, then there's another too, fish in the ocean. You're editing, and again, you're editing. This, no, I'm not. You're I basically just the said the same thing. No, if, you're taking the fun out of the game. <laughs> you don't get the you don't change the rules to make it accommodating. You take but it as it is. Say? You stay with her. You take you take little Sebastian and you and he grows up. And he's not yours. And matter of fact, it's going to be so bad he's not even going to call you dad. He's just going to call you Dan. You're not my dad. <laughs> but you live for 50 years. You know what? I'll live with her for 50 years. But my wife doesn't cheat on me, and then I'm dead in a year? Come back with a different comedian every year. If it's you can like have like Steve a Brady Wright. bunch of kids that aren't mine. But I get to live for 50 years? Yeah. Or I'm dead next year. I was still thrown just by the morbidity of the question because Griffin, uh, you know it was like it was uncomfortably awkward, it, it right? So like the way he kind of like saddled his way into the question. Anthony, there's 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 drops there that that are gonna yeah. just flat That's, out. Anthony, right. I don't know what you're planning for the beginning of ENN, but it's just done for you, right? It's, it's really, done. Well, it's that, done. and I think you've got like three one seeds. I, I can't break it down, but just, just the fact that, you know, your wife has sex is a sex, drop yeah. that is going to be at least a three seed <laughs> in Drop Madness. Coming from Griff? Yep. The, you know, here's the thing I didn't know about Griff. Yeah, He's a that? dirty little boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We thought he was this innocent that went out there that didn't have interest in such things. Oh, he, he has an interest. Griff's got some skeletons in the closet, boy. Let me tell you. Other things, too, probably. That is unbelievable. I, he's like, first, I didn't know where he was going. That's why he's like with a model. He's like, no, 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 no. With a comedian. Like, okay, well, wait, well that could be opposite going ends model, I'm like, all right, who, who's my wife going to be with? Right. Guys, it could have been the other way, too. And you know. have a live happily ever laughter life. <laughs> <laughs> happily was, ever laughter. It was, it was <laughs> the, so great. It was the call of the year. It might be. On December 20th, you get the call of the year. Oh what my. is this? So, is this the three hundred and fifty fourth day of the year? It took three hundred and fifty four days to get the call of the year. Your wife. So I think the, sex. I, I think the comedian you were looking for, yeah, was Gilbert Godfrey. That's what I think you were thinking of. Not that he looks like sloth, but that's you know. Now I was thinking about who was the guy. I don't think he's. In, I don't think he's with us any longer. Was it Stephen Wright, the one who was just very like monotone? He's like, oh, but he's still with us. Grass. No, I don't think he is. Off. Stand by. I think he's still very much with us. I mean, no, you know, I don't you, think so. You get so out the Shecky Green. Andrew Dice no, he's Clay still now. with us. He's still with us. Yeah, of course. Don't I be apologize. killing people off on this show. That's what I do. I apologize. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Look at that. We combined games inadvertently, right? 
Jason Aldean's Highway Desperado Tour is coming to Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on Friday, July 12th, and PNC Bank Art Center on Saturday, July 13th. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to Contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. You don't know what's coming. Oh my God, that's such a great like. It's such a great call. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's like they should play the- that at, at the Christmas table. For uh, crying yeah, out really. loud. I, they should play it back. You'd say, email that to them, uh, Dan. Yeah, Anthony, send it. That that's got to be one of the drops, like our jet drops on the holiest of days. Experience the all-new Genesis of White Plains, where our guests are everything. Take advantage of incredible holiday lease and finance offers on available 2023 models, including the all-electric GV60 SUV, with a full selection of gasoline and EV models in both sedan and SUV. It's easy to find just the right vehicle, and they have a full selection of excellent Genesis-certified pre-owned vehicles. Visit GenesisOfWhitePlains.com or their 40-car, climate-controlled, modern showroom located in the heart of Westchester County at 300 Central Avenue. Genesis of White Plains, the newest member of the Peppy Auto Group, the name you've trusted since 1968. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Right around the corner, Monday will be Christmas. How are you doing with everything, by the way? Like, is, is I got a lot much everything today. in order? I got a lot done today. Good. Now, full disclosure, we we're both going to be in studio, but Dan had some issues, so we're working from home. So mm-hmm. don't let everybody freak out. But we do have access when things happen. So that buys me a couple of hours, not having to drive into the city, and I was able to get 
quite a bit done. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. That's not, I gotta I gotta, I'm not gonna tell you where I went, but I was I was no, genuinely surprised how few people there were there. I'm and this was you, like at yeah. like eleven thirty in the morning, so it wasn't like you know people are still working. So I did go, I think, at an optimum time, but not many people there. And this is a, a, a pretty big electronic store. Friendly, friendly word of advice to people who are procrastinating or whatever, just haven't had the time. If you are trying to get some things done between now and Monday or whatever, mm-hmm. if you're going to a mall, a store on a weekday. The two best time periods to go, based on experience, to avoid the biggest crowds, right when they open up until about noon, and then try again 5 o'clock on, deserted. Okay. You people are having dinner and just getting home from work. Because I don't think last people want to stop we went at to, the store on the way home from work. Last week, we went to a mall. We got there at about 4.30-ish. Mm-hmm. The place was a ghost town. I couldn't believe it. Well, I think couldn't a lot of people it. are shopping online. It just it's, it's more convenient. I'm sorry. Now, you do take the chance that you don't get exactly what you're looking for, but let's face it, it's not like it was years ago. I mean, you can pretty much get what you're looking for down to a fine-tooth comb. So if you're not you know, closed, it may not fit, but you know, electronics, certain gifts that you want to get. Uh... You order from the consumer's catalog? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was a big deal. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people listening like, that don't let know what you're talking about. Well, no, it's like back in the day before there was this thing called online and the worldwide internet, like the, mm. that was one of the catalogs that would show up at your house in the mail, you know, like consumers, the department store, and you go through and they had clothes and toys and electronics and you say, I want this, 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 and this, and that's what you'd have to order. Different a little world bit different done. now, but, you know, kind of same premise. A little bit, but there's no, nothing that comes in the mail as far as a catalog. You just go online and get what you want. That's it. Let's go to James, Staten Island. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Jimmy? Hi, I'm good. Um, so I've been listening to the show since this morning, and I'm going to be honest. I really think it's more fun being a Mets fan than it is a Yankee fan. All right? Yeah, the Mets may not have the World Series championship, so what? But we, we've got players who play their heart out. Look at Pete Alonso, who really I think we should be extending right now. And look at David Wright. Before he got hurt, he was on his way maybe to the Hall of Fame. I don't know. But the Mets have had good years. 2015, they, we didn't know they were going to make the World Series. But look, they made the World Series in 15, but didn't win. It was a fun year. Just like last, not last season, uh, the season before last year, the 101-win season, it was a fun season. The Mets are just the more fun oh. Yeah, but James, not for nothing, and look, I, look I'm look, i a Mets fan, Don's a Mets fan, but the thing is, w- what team can't you say that about? Where If you you know, you know go to the World Series, you win 100 games, of course you're going to have more fun than not, right? Yeah, but I think what James is saying is is that I think it's you, more- there, there are ways to enjoy being a Mets fan without winning a championship, where because the Yankees have championship or bust, they give themselves almost no room to enjoy the ride, you know. And, but listen, I think, I think that that's still the minority of people. They're the ones that call here, but you know, they're they're upset about you know they're missing a great season and Aaron Judge is having to complain about you know Gallo striking out. When you when when it's World Series or bust, when it's championship or bust, it does take some fun out of anything but. Where, you know, did a Met fan enjoy? Two years ago when they lost to the Padres in the playoff, they didn't enjoy losing to the Padres, but they could look back and go, we won 101 games, and it was fun. 
where a Yankee fan looks at that and goes, all right, so what? We're supposed to do that. We didn't win. We lost, we lost in the, uh, the wild card round, and we're embarrassed. So I, I kind of hear what he's, where he's coming from. But, By the way, happy, uh, happy birthday to David Wright today, speak of the devil. He mentioned his name, 41 years young. Yeah, that's uh, it's a shame. That, you know, David Wright is a forever Met, spent his entire mm-hmm. career with the Mets, one of the greatest Mets of all time. But it's like with great sadness that I reflect on his career by the way that it ended. And it wasn't his fault. You know, not winning a championship. You know, really just how damaged that back was towards the end where he, he was robbed of so many great games and so many moments. And also the, really remember, the, move, the move to City Field hurt him initially too. Before even the back mm. problems and the spinal stenosis flared up. Like, the, yeah, he just, for instance, it took him a while to really get acclimated to that ballpark because it was cavernous. Yeah, it was. And they, they at least made the adjustments. But you're right. When they first moved there, he was hitting, you know, 390-foot bombs to the warning track. And it just, it, it, because that was when, that was right when all of a sudden it was all about, you know, exit velo and launch angle and hitting home runs. And I never really thought of David Wright as that type of player line drive gap hitter but everybody falls in love and gets intoxicated by the home run and you know in typical met fashion they build a ballpark that was not conducive to that it and was he good got for hit pitchers. in the head remember he got hit in the head by matt kane i was there first year i oh, took nancy there. it was a it was giants and, and i yeah. was there and it was it, he was never really the same player after that only had 10 home runs that first year at it city was, field in 2009 and he had 33 the year before it's at uh, shea stadium and I remember um, he had a grand slam in the World Baseball Classic. I was there for that. He had his moments, man. Great player. Well, then he had the two in the World Series, which was nice in 2015. Remember when he came back great. and hit those? We, were we at that game? I think yeah. we were at that one, right? Yeah. And I remember going, you know, after you know talking to him, and he's, as bad as things ended up in that series, that always talked to the media, stand-up guy. It's really a shame uh, the way that that ended. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Steve in Middle Village. You're on ESPN New York. What's up, Steve? Well, I'm surprised you took the call. I, I, I'm very appreciative. Happy holidays, guys. How are you, man? Hey, Steve. Same to you. A uh, couple of things. I was going to mention the uh, Nets and the Knicks because that's the way you started the show. I, you know, I'm an old Knicks fan from years and years ago, and then I got away from it. And when the Nets came in to Brooklyn – I'm a native Brooklynite. I lived there. I've lived there most of my life. I'm 70 now, and you know what? I'm going to be a Nets fan, and I didn't follow through. And I agree with you. The rivalry between the Nets and the Knicks, um, uh, not really. The big rivalries were uh, uh, were the uh, Mets and the Yankees. I think with me growing up, even though they didn't play against each other except for the Mayor's Trophy game. In 1969, because the Mets were finally good, and the Yankees were at the end. I mean, Mickey Mantle had retired and all that stuff. The Mets fans in Brooklyn, and I was a Yankee fan, they let me have it. Uh, They made, they they called Tom Trash, Tom Trash, and all that stuff. It It was really something. Uh, the big rivalries, you know, uh, one other thing about the Mets. The Mets, you know, became very popular. That's why Sonny Werblin named uh, the Titans the Jets, and then the Nets name came from, came from the Mets. 
the Mets were the cool team in the 60s. And this is an old Yankee fan saying this. They were the cool team. They were the young people's team. And then when they won 1969, you know, uh, of course, uh, Namus and with the Jets and everything like right. that. Uh, the Mets have a great uh, baseball history. Uh, and they had, a, you know, kind of quirky, didn't win as well, much. You compare it to the Yankees, you know, the Yankees, you know, had Babe Ruth and all that stuff. But uh, got to give the Mets their due uh, because they helped name two other franchises in the New York area. Well, that, that, that's why the Met fan base is as strong as it is. And thank you for the phone call. My dad was a Brooklyn Dodger fan, became a Met fan. There were other people that were Giant fans that became Met fans because you had two franchises that decided to follow one team. And there was something, Dan, too. The Yankees were very corporate, still are. Even though they play in the Bronx, they're very much a, like a Wall Street kind of, like the pinstripes, it's all business. Sure. And the Mets were fun with Casey Stengel, with the placards, and yeah, they lost, but they were lovable losers, and they were fun, and they had personality. And then when they won in 69, it was a miracle, and he's right, that was Mickey Mantle's last year, and that was some tough times for the Yankees. You know, and then it all got better for the Yankees by the time they got to the mid to late 70s, but... You know, that's something the Nets and the Devils and the Islanders just weren't, even with the Islanders winning four straight Stanley Cups, they would just, to be able to, to be able to take two fan bases and mold them into one. And that's why, I think it's over now, Dan, but you probably heard this growing up, that New York was a National League town. Right. I think that's now over because that was generations ago, because you had two National League teams compared to one. Of course. And, you know, but now I think the Yankees have won so much and it's a, a two generations removed from them you know leaving that i think it's clearly an american league town it's a yankee town now but we did we did see not that long ago where it was a mets town if you're old enough to remember it was certainly and you don't yeah. got to go back to you know the 60s or the 50s no i mean like the 80s when the mets were on top of the baseball world there for pretty much i mean it was it was a national league town it was a met town yeah but even that's a long time ago because there's a you know there's a now a new generation of fans that don't remember that it can't even picture that could ever happen again. Always a pleasure to talk to Richard in Manhattan. How are you, sir? Fellas, the greatest sports event ever, ever. Mm. In any sport, anywhere, don't give me the 1980 Olympics, nothing. Ali beating. Listen, the greatest sporting thing I've ever seen was the 69 Mets. That will never be duplicated. That was so unbelievable. The city changed, changed the mayoral election. It went a while. That was great. But the, that team was not the most beloved team. Now, the New York Giants in the early 60s were beloved. And I was very young, six, seven years old. But they didn't get the job done. The most beloved team I've ever seen in New York was the 69-70 Knicks. Mm. They never got booed. There was nothing ever said. Every night was like a cocktail hour at a wedding. It was that great. It was, And they played a different way. Don't forget, all NBA champions before that were hulking centers like Willis, I mean, uh, Bill Russell and Chamberlain. All right, you had Bob Pettit won it one year for St. Louis, and then you had George Mikan. This was the first team that played with an awareness of passing the ball. All right. As far as talking, and I, and I include the uh, Cosmos up there. They were very beloved. But, you know, that that's something else. The greatest birth, uh, Christmas gift I ever got, Don, you'll love this, and you'll tell Rick DiPietro this. 1966, the Bobby Hull hockey game, the board game with the rods came out. Oh, and they yeah. had the little sticks, 
And, fellas, this was the forerunner to all the foosball games and all of that. It was $5. My mother bought it for me. I was the only kid in the neighborhood in Astoria. I got it Christmas time, 66. They came over to my house. $5 was a lot of money back then. And it had a magnetic board where it vibrated. The puck had a little ball-bearing uh, ball in the middle of the black puck. Anyway, that was the greatest Christmas gift I ever got. The greatest television show I've ever seen. And I don't inc- entertainment news any. The greatest television show, 1966. I think it was late August, September. This week in the NFL, Ed Sable and John Facenda. When that show came out Sunday morning, highlighting the uh, AFL and, and NFL, AFL and NFL games of the week. That was with the marching music, the military marching music. Forget about it. Every kid my age, that's all we did. We were we had our glue. Now I don't know if you guys, you guys are announcers, so you'll be appreciative of this. Up until the middle seventies, did you know the Rangers' home games were only on Wednesdays and Sunday nights, and the Knicks played at the Garden only on Tuesdays and Saturday nights? Right. You know, with some exceptions, but up until the mid seventies, that was the schedule. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I did. Well, like you know, doing the Rangers the way that I did. Yeah, that, that was the way that it always. Up until the early seventies, mid seventies. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. There was that 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 little like six or seven year span where that just seemed to to always be the way that it was. Richards, thank you for the phone call. It used to be like that at the uh, old Boston Garden too, where the the Bruins would play in the afternoon, Celtics would play at night. When the, when it seemed like every building, football, baseball and football too, had multiple sports in it. Rich, you'd like to be able to respond every once in a while. Yeah. He, he's like rap. There was like six or seven different subjects, well, and you don't even get to chime in. Well, let's see. For the greatest sporting event into the greatest Christmas gift he ever got, into the greatest television show There's that there ever was. On, I mean, it, it's like scattergories. <laughs> Richagories. Whatever <laughs> it is, it's crazy. Happy holidays from Bay Ridge Mazda. They have over 200 new vehicles marked to move. Take advantage of 0% APR financing, no payments for 90 days, and prices below MSRP across their entire selection. And every new Mazda comes with one-year free oil changes and a free tire rotation. Visit them during the season of Inspiration Sales Event at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeMazda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same-day delivery. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. See dealer for details. Ends 1-2-2024. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Did you see this? Baseball's top 10 power hitters? According to who? This is... um, Like just some person's opinion or is actual like no, metrics no, no. and data? This is um, BR Walkoff. It's a uh, Twitter handle. It's got uh, almost 250,000 followers. Bleacher the next Report, of walk off. Baseball yeah. is here. Bleacher Do you Report. genuinely acknowledge a lot of things from them or no? I mean, that's a list. You know, it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it's. No, but know, I mean, like, if so, like, let's say, like, if they report a trade, for example, like, do you genuinely acknowledge that? Yes or no? Uh, no. No, okay. It's interesting. But, but, but the but power is, hitter thing takes precedence. I don't know. It's just a list. I mean, the, 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 the credibility is in the eye of the beholder, right? I don't need them to break news, but if they have a list, I mean, I have a list. What, what's my credibility? Well, well, no, honestly, if I, I, I came up with my top five, it stirs debate. We have fun. That doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and, you know, break news about a Met trade. No, Take it from where I, it is. The reason I bring it up is because I sent you a tweet, a report from that same account involving a reported trade by the Mets, who we've been talking about for an hour, oh, well. and yet you've just completely unacknowledged that, but you're telling me about their stupid list of the top 10 power hitters. Oh, well, because I'm not, I'm not like embedded in my phone. I'm sorry. Did somebody say, look at your phone? Was it next I didn't to you say or not? it. I did well, I told Anthony. It. Well, Anthony, did you tell me? I said it to you phone? and Anthony. I, I, I saw it. And I didn't tell you about it. All right. Well, that's so not I apologize, and that's on me. All right. So I'm, I'm looking gonna, at it right, right now. Mets have Anthony. acquired Adrian uh, Hauser and Tyrone Taylor from the Brewers for pitching prospect uh, Coleman Crow per multiple reports. Okay. And the Brewers made it official. So it's a, a couple things on this. Number one, Coleman Crow was one of the pitchers that the Mets got back in the Eduardo Escobar trade from the Angels last year. And he was the guy who, like, LOL Mets. Like, remember when the trade was reported? Like, this is a guy who's going to need Tommy John surgery. So he underwent Tommy John surgery, so he's going to miss all of next year. But Hauser's a guy who is a back end of the rotation piece. He's a guy who's going to make 20 starts a year because we know that the Mets are going to need some arms here with this rotation. And Tyron T- or Tyrone Taylor is a guy who's, you know, maybe like a fifth outfielder, can go get it, uh, has a little bit of pop. But yeah. what's interesting is this is – 
David Stern's guys that he's familiar with right. from Milwaukee. He know, and that's what you got to like about it, right? He's because right. he knows these guys because they came from Milwaukee. So, yeah, no, it wasn't a lack of credibility. It was just a lack of knowledge. I'm not a big phone guy when I'm on the air. <laughs> it, it, I can't multitask, you know. <laughs> yes, you can. I can't look at my phone and talk to Richard in Manhattan at the same time. Well, he does all the talking. There's nothing to do. Right. Just sit that's there what, and that's up how limited it. I am. Anyway, so you did you see this then? Because it looks like you're no, all over. No, 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 no. Tell me. So I don't know about the power hitters. All right. So, so all right. So you got a top 10. Mm-hmm. Number 10, DJ Martinez. I think it's JD. Sorry, I got a little dyslexic there. JD Martinez. (laughs) When I said it, I'm like, that doesn't sound like a play. Oh, okay, that's right. I said it wrong. JD Martinez. Martinez. Just making up names. (laughs) You you have a problem with that? (laughs) Kyle Schwarber, number nine. Wow, he's only nine? That's right. Wow. Oh, because I guess he he takes it because he's a leadoff hitter. I guess they they had him low. Uh, Juan Soto, eight. See, I don't cons- see. Like, if you're asking me, I would consider Schwarber more of a power hitter than Juan Soto. Jordan Alvarez, number seven. I think I know where Don's going with this. By the way, he should be higher than seven. But anyway, Marcelo Zuna, six. <laughs> Corey Seager, five. Shohei Otani, four. So, give me your top three. Then I just gave you. I gave you four through ten. So don't tell me. Don't tell me. Stanton's going to be one of the three. Stanton is not on the list. Uh, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso not on the list. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> what the, what are they operating out of like a list. closet or something? Yeah, what kind of a truck list? Oh my god. Uh, probably Aaron Judge, right? Yeah, Aaron Judge is one. So two and three. Two and three. Um. Oh, because it's, you know, what have you done for me lately five minutes ago? Don't tell me they have a, a Dolis Garcia on there. Oh, no. Oh, shocked. I'll, tell you, I'll give you a hint. They're both on the same team. So not Bryce Harper? No. Oh, uh, Vlad Jr.? No. no. Who is it? Acuna. Junior and uh, Austin Riley, Matt Olson. Oh, come on, get the what? What is this? Why? Why did you even tell me this list? Like <laughs> no, now I, I wanted to bother you. Matt Olson too, by the way, for knowing this list. <laughs> no Alonzo, huh? No Pete Alonzo, no. What Alonzo type of a know. crack show is this report? Listen, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Well, you know what? So I apologize. So, so there's credibility with the trade, but not credibility with the list. Okay. Well, no, because the Brewers made the trade official in the aftermath. But in that 45-minute window when I sent you the report and it went unacknowledged, it could have been twisting in the wind. Well, I'm not going to take the hit for this, Anthony. I already took blame. I, I got else. text message everywhere. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at my text messages now. So, I mean, Ray, Ray Santiago sent me a text message. Oh, Apparently so you can see Ray Santiago's report, and he's just like giving a little uh, great beyond here and there. He's just in Jersey. <laughs> because, oh, because he's he's got to be sleeping. I mean, the guy. It's amazing. Well, no, what we, he's we doing. got the next game in two hours. What are well, you talking get, get about? Some sleep. He's going so to basically, God, what you're God saying bless, is God bless Richard in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't look. I would have loved to see I, you be I, I, around I for colonial at it here times. There, but you know, I you know? apologize to the listeners, not to Dan. Dan was wrong. I was wrong. Well, I'm just saying you got to give me a heads up. I sent you a text. Don't just assume so my nose is in the phone. I'm not like some hosts. Let's rewind I, to. Well, I, I, I see what you did there, and you're accurate, by the way. Um, 
rewind back to colonial times. So, like, if you were in the company of Paul Revere and he came and gave you the heads up that the British are coming, would you have ignored him? No, but then that would be the same as you announcing the trade on the air. I mean, I could hear... Right, but his he, was even more of a demonstrative heads but up. If he, but, but if he nailed the note to the door and I didn't happen to go out that day, there's a possibility I wouldn't read the note. I don't think he would have nailed the note like to the door. Like if it was a Martin Luther was, situation, was, I might not have looked at it. It was like code level <laughs> 10 or whatever. The British are coming. Let everybody know. He was like but screaming at the top of his lungs. If you shouted out during the show, the Mets yeah. made a trade with the Brewers and the Brewers made it official, then the analogy with Paul Revere would work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is more of a Martin Luther situation. You nailed something to my door. I didn't happen to look out the door, so how am I going to know? I like the Martin Luther drop, by the way, because, because I guarantee you want to go back in uh, back in time. That was the way they text back in the day. Let me they tell you a note to your door. I, I challenge you, anybody listening out there or watching, to go find another sports radio station in this world that's bringing up Paul Revere and Martin Luther. Forget about the same show in the same segment five days same before segment. Christmas. I in, dare you. Just a back and forth, con- in a 30 second back and forth conversation. The intelligence level is just, I don't think people could grasp what they're well, getting listen, this is, we've, we've given you We've given you this in the 3 and the 4 o'clock hour. Can you imagine how this is all oh. going to sound in the 5 o'clock hour? Coming up next, Don and Dan on the K-Show. Take up to 6.30 right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. And yes, now BetMGM is an official sports betting partner of the New York Jets and your number one app for the football season. Get ready for kickoff by locking in your same-game parlay with your favorite Jet player props and checking out the exclusive signature bets from the game. BetMGM has all the action you need every Sunday and every other day of the week, no matter what your favorite sport is, with app upgrades that make betting faster and easier than ever. The best loyalty program in sports betting and special offers for Jet fans all season long. It's no wonder why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. If you love pro football, you're going to love wagering at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today and make your bet season even better. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.